I'm teaching a class for Linda right now about how to get a job in graphic design. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I will promote it so hardcore. <laughs> and one of the things is, I mean, we get a lot of emails right now, yeah. emails. And sometimes you can just tell that somebody just sent the same letter to every single person. And, you know, it saved you a lot of time, but it means very little to me to right. get, you know, I'm looking for a job. Look at my portfolio. Yeah. Sincerely. Like, that tells me nothing about you. Right. That's so true. So I think doing something personal and that means something to you comes across. For work, when I was first, you know, out of college and looking for work, it w that's one of the reasons I'm teaching this class. It was so hard. And, and the way nobody writes you back, nobody tells you anything, nobody, like, you could have a great interview and then you never hear from them again. Oh. And I know, no, it's really... I think people forget what it's like and how hard it is to be on the other side. Yeah. So, so, but you just have to work really hard to not take it personally when that shit goes down. Yeah. Um, and just keep remembering like who you are and what you want to do and what you're good at and keep going for it. You can't let that bring you down because right. it's, it's, you know, when people like, I don't get to write someone back for three days. And then when I remember, I feel terrible. I always used to think when I was young, like, Oh, I'm really busy. I'll get back to you next week. I was like, next week? You don't have five minutes for a phone call? Like, yeah. I didn't understand, but I understand now. Yeah. And sometimes you just don't have time to make those calls. So it's you just have to keep keep your confidence up any way you can. Right. I right. know. I remember how hard it was. I really, really do. I can yeah, taste it. Let's talk portfolio since we're on that. So and when you're looking at a portfolio, what are some of the things that impress you and what are the, some of the things that you wish you never saw again or keep seeing over and over again? I mean, I like being surprised. Right. Um, there's a few schools where everybody does the same assignment. And if you see a few portfolios from it, it's sort of people have really pigeonholed you into this one kind of thing. So I love seeing when people invent their own projects and solve them. Right. Because even just the invention of the project tells me a lot about the way you think. I want to see who the person is. Right, and right. sometimes portfolios that have very generic school assignments in them don't give me any indication. They tell me more about the teacher than they do about the student. Right. So I want to see how, you know, how you think. But I like when the whole presentation, everything about it, when somebody's letter, somebody's resume, someone's portfolio all speaks and I get a a 360 degree portrait of a person. Right. That's rare. Yeah. And yeah. but it it really is amazing when when you get it and they stand out above the crowd for sure. Yeah. If you're just leaving school and this is a big thing that I dealt with and a lot of my friends are dealing with right now, companies as Debbie Millman says do not hire people for altruistic reasons. It's not a charity. It's you know there are things and deadlines that need to be met and you can be the nicest person in the world if they feel like you're not going to deliver. You're not going to get hired. How do you demonstrate just having had just left school? You know, you want to know about that person, but what is it that makes a, a creative director or, or an owner of a business, what makes you want to take a chance on someone or, or do you not? Because I you know I've heard some people say that they, they don't, you know. I, I mean, that person, even like, you know, if you if in school you're you have to design a magazine, what you know, what did you invent as your magazine? How is it, is it clever at all? Or is it generic? Like, did right. you pick 
Time magazine and, you know, did their logo and their red frame? Right. Or did you, like, reinvent the medium? Even school projects can tell me so much. Right. Um, and in terms of skills, the one thing I would say is don't ever exaggerate. Don't say you rock at Photoshop and then you're given a project because somebody heard you say oh, yeah. you're, you can really do it and then you can't. That's oh. way worse than saying, once we got a resume where someone said, um, put After Effects on a resume and we said, how long have you been doing After Effects? She said, oh no, I can't do it yet, but I'm going to learn it. Oh no. We were like, no. You know what's a big pet peeve of mine is, and um, it was on the donut resume. Was like when they have the uh, the the meters of their skill thing. Take that, that off perfect. if you if you have that on your resume. Take that off. No, the chart of your relative skills in Adobe Creative Suite is just absurd. Yeah. So you're five percent better in InDesign than in Photoshop. How fascinating. Yeah. What are some of like the biggest takeaways that you have? Because you know it's. It's easy to have this podcast and just get like advice for young designers, but from your standpoint and your day-to-day -day interaction with your designers, what is it like on your end when you're the person who's responsible for you know keeping the clients, paying bills, and doing all that? How do you navigate someone's inexperience and kind of how do you direct that so that it, it all works out at the end of the day? I mean, the most important thing for a young designer is to ask questions when they don't know the answer. Right. That's that's a pet peeve of mine. If somebody like didn't understand and doesn't tell me they didn't understand for two days. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so time gets wasted, and they just make assumptions, even though they know they don't. You know when you don't know something. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> and the, and your creative director knows it too, because I used to try and like you know like oh I could do it. I'll go back to my desk and figure it out. It's written all over your face when you don't yes. know. Yes. And, and so asking, or, if, or maybe I didn't give you all the information. Maybe it's totally my fault. But if you don't let me know that, I can't help you. And then you're wasting time, and then you're, it's annoying right from the get-go. Yeah. But another thing that always made me crazy is when someone, when someone brings something to you and says, so this is what I've done. And you say, hmm, it's not really readable. And they say, this is the pet peeve part, I know. Like, if oh. you knew. <laughs> yeah. Why would you even bring it? make it better like again do what do what I ask you to do even if it's wrong and then make it better do what you think it should be and that's how we learn what your taste level is what you're capable of all of those things your website is 8.5.com there's a whole bunch of awesome stuff there and I, I wish that we had time today to get to all the case studies and stuff but check out Bonnie's work take her classes Bonnie Siegler you're one of the most woke people I know thank you so much for joining me today this has been a lot of fun thank you, thank you.